In a world where good news is hard to find, WAVA and One Heart DC present Good News for the City. We're here to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ and what his body, the church, is doing to spread this good news in the Washington, D.C. metro area, including Northern Virginia, Maryland, and D.C. As Jesus said in John 17, Father, that they may be one just as we are one. Welcome to Good News for the City. the gospel, the gospel that makes a way. Greetings, folks, and welcome to Good News for the City, the radio broadcast ministry partnership between WABA Radio and One Heart DC, right here on Life Changing Talk Radio, 105.1 FM, WABA. My name is Dennis Williams. I'm Director of Ministry Relations for WABA Radio, and I get to be co-host of Good News for the City. Welcome to today's program, folks. God bless you all, and thank you for joining us. On today's show, we welcome back two folks who are certainly not strangers to Good News for the City. Indeed, they are friends of ours and of the show, and they were here a few months ago talking about Pure Desire University and an event that was going to take place in our area. If you missed that show, it was show number 62. You can listen to it on our goodnewsforthecity.com and go to the podcast and listen to that if you want to catch up. Well, the event was a big success, and there have been a lot of things that have happened since then, so they're here to bring us up to date on everything that's going on. And you know the drill. Of course, to get us started, to introduce our guest for today, I want to welcome my co-host of Good News for the City, Pastor Brian Bales, Senior Pastor of Christian Fellowship Church in Ashburn, Virginia. Man, it's good to see you. Hey, thanks, man. You know, I'm always excited when people agree to come back on our show. <laughs> I know. It's kind of I mean, I have this sort of Sally Field moment. They I like mean, us. They I really mean, like us. Seriously. For anyone under our age, they're like, I have no idea what that reference was. But nonetheless, for us. It's like when folks invite me back to preach in the church, I'm like, what is wrong with these people? <laughs> Are you doing it for free? That might be your first <laughs> that question. That could be. Uh, in that way. <laughs> but man, uh, you know, it's good to have friends back in the studio for those people who are current and consistent listeners of Good News for the City. The name Tom Weaver and Michelle Weaver are not new names, but let me catch you up in case you're new or you're kind of like me or Dennis. From time to time, we don't remember everything we should remember. Uh, so Tom and Michelle were born and raised in conservative Lancaster County, PA. Did I say that right? Lancaster? If I remember, that's how yeah, yeah, I grew yeah. up in a lot of Amish areas, too. you got to say it the right way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lancaster, yeah. Yeah, they grew mm-hmm. up in neighboring towns, and they were raised in Christian homes. But after both experiencing divorce in their first marriage, they met in church, which, by the way, not a bad place to meet, if you ask me. Uh, they are proud parents. I think and it's recently, better than the local bar, actually. Yeah, so. I, would, I would agree. Yeah, that's yeah. just my opinion. Uh-huh. Yeah. They are proud parents and recently new grandparents. Yeah. Uh, Nora, right? Nora, baby Nora. Right. Yeah, daughter of Samantha and Matt. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have put down roots in Southern Maryland, Mechanicsville specifically, for those of you who are in our listening area in Mechanicsville. If you see them, stop by and say hi. They've been there since 2014. So, Pure Desire. We talked about that sometime back again, as you mentioned, Dennis, episode 62 on the podcast. A little plug. Go back and listen to it. If you yeah, haven't, yeah. don't go right yeah. now. No, you know, listen to this. Show, man. Listen to this. Show. Yeah. Then go back and listen. But yeah. if you yeah. haven't, it's important to get some context. And, and last time we got together, Tom and Michelle, we were gearing up for that sort of Pure Desire University event. Right. Uh, give us a, a quick reminder for those people uh, who have no idea what we're talking about, what it was, and then tell us how to go. Yeah, back in March, end of March this year, uh, we had a – we called it the Come to the Table Conference. We mm-hmm. thought that was yes. such an appropriate yes. name yeah. for the conference. And it was just reaching out to people that are struggling with sexual brokenness. Yeah. Um, you know, it's rampant everywhere. Um, nobody wants to talk about it, and we just wanted to put it out there to get people in, to make them aware that there are resources out there and there is hope 
for those that are struggling. And so Pure Desire, for just kind of a, a quick sort of synopsis of it is for those people, again, who may be hearing us for the first time talk about this, uh, Pacific University is recognizing this fact that this side of eternity, believers or not believers, we have struggles. And specifically, very many people have struggles with the idea of what it means to live out their sexuality in the way and the manner to which God designed them to live mm-hmm. it out. There's yes. always a competing yes. idea. Yes. Uh, and sometimes the competing idea seems really, really attractive. Uh, and sometimes because of that attractiveness, we buy in and we discover that what we bought on the short term isn't nearly as helpful and valuable in the long term. Amen. Uh, that we're sold Amen. a good a mm-hmm. good sort of counterfeit right. to the things that only God can do. And so Pure Desire really helps people work through a lot of those issues and understand how God designed them and how sexuality is supposed to work. Um, so how did the event go for the people that came? What, what did you see occur? Oh, it was amazing. The, the event... Uh, was a two-day event, mm-hmm. and it was just amazing to see the amount of people that came from other areas. You know, our church is a very small church in Southern Maryland, uh, maybe 400, 500 people. And one of the speakers, Dr. Wise, asked the attendees how many are from this church, and only about a third of the people were from our local church. Yeah. All the rest were from different areas, whether it's Pennsylvania, we have some people from Syracuse, New York, um, Connecticut. I mean, wow. they were from all over traveling oh, great. down to Southern Maryland that's to great, uh, get a man. little piece of the action and see what they can do to come to the table. And it's amazing to see. Amen. Yeah. yeah, and I love the willingness and the openness because, unfortunately, talking about sexuality and the struggle of sexuality in, in the outside of the church culture is something people do all the time. Yes. But then yeah. when we gather together as God's chosen believers, forgetting that guess who created sexuality? Amen. God, Amen. right? Mm-hmm. We're really afraid to talk about it. Right. And even showing up in an event like Pure Desire, some people are like, by my very presence, am I outing myself mm. to this, that, or the other thing? And I think that's one of the things that the enemy wants to do. He wants of to course. isolate us. He of wants course. us to make us feel like we're alone. We're the only one or feel an extreme amount of shame that keeps us from coming back to the right. table, right? Right. right? When when we come to the table in Jesus Christ, uh, he's actually the one that does some amazing changes. And mm-hmm. so I'm sure there was a story or two of breakthrough for people who attended. Would you share some of those stories? Because people who listen to Good News for the City, like me and like Dennis, we love good stories. May I ask before that, Dr. Wise that you mentioned, Tom, that, uh, that's the Dr. Wise on the Conqueror series? Or? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. He's a he's an amazing guy. I've watched oh. that myself. Our church has gone through that. So mm-hmm. um, uh, he's a he's a dynamic dude. He's very direct and to yeah. the point. He don't yeah. mix words. He just comes at you and tells you what you need to do. Yeah, yeah. for those yeah. people yeah. like Conquer Series, what is that all about? We'll get I'm to sorry. that in a second. Yeah. No, we'll get that in a second. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. don't apologize, man. We're team. <laughs> yeah. I'm your good buddy. You don't ever have right. to apologize I mean, somebody to Somebody may have heard that and not know what that meant. Right. So yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. No, it's yeah. a good thing. Give us a story, though. Conquer Series? Anyone. You can choose. But but specifically, though, let's go with the Pure Desire University first. Something that happened there that you just saw someone's life change. Oh, for for me, the the women that uh, got the validation um, from the Melody and Trey, they were with Undone Redone. They were there Friday night. And with Dr. Weiss the next day, to know that their feelings were valid, where it's okay to actually love and hate your husband at the same exact moment and yes. to run and want yes. to hold him and have him hold you but the safe place is gone and yes. to be in yeah. a room of all these wonderful people and all these wonderful marriages that are struggling but they want to be together mm. and they just need direction and the tools and the guidance and uh, but to know that we're not alone and when you look in each other's faces and say we want this help us and that was so powerful at that conference That's to come together. Cool. And that was yeah. powerful what you just said, this idea that to both love and hate in this particular case, your husband, or maybe it's the opposite direction, mm-hmm. your spouse at the same time. Mm-hmm. 
And if we're just truthful, anybody who's been married for more than about 35 seconds, I think, <laughs> has experienced that interesting contradiction that that person that God has put you with is at the same time the most amazing human being that we never want to give up, that we love, but at the same time, we want to just strangle sometimes. I don't mean that physically, mm-hmm. obviously. I don't want to make light of that idea of physical abuse, but those competing tensions in there, and to validate them and say, that's understandable. Mm-hmm. That's some powerful people who, who need to be hearing this because maybe someone is listening right now and they're struggling um, with some sort of sexual addiction themselves or a spouse or a family member. And it, it's been a struggle for a long time. Oh, absolutely. Uh, they, they can feel like there's no hope. I mean, it's one of the tools of the enemy, uh, Absolutely. Right? It is. You're alone. There's no hope. Events like these remind us that there is. Um, can, you, can you talk to that person right now? It's like, ah, this is good for them, but it's not for me. I, mm-hmm. I don't have any hope. A good example back to the conference again was it, is, it was amazing to see – the people that were there, the volunteers that helped, we had maybe 30 volunteers, something like that, and they were there thinking, they're just helping. They have no interest in sexual brokenness. They don't have that issue. Um, and when they walked away from that conference, they were just in awe of the amount of information they got out to help their own marriage, mm-hmm. to, to see how intimacy can be affected by whatever it is, whether it's sexual brokenness, whether it's pornography, whether it's something else that's driving, mm-hmm. you know, and Sexual brokenness and pornography is not just about sex. There's something else yes, that is down there absolutely. that is feeding that addiction. There's some pain that they got to find out what is driving it. You're not, you're medicating something, and yeah. it's not just about sex. I think that's a great analogy. That when we when we miss that reality, that it serves as a medication. And a lot of times, what we're doing is we're taking you know a form of a leave for back pain. We need back surgery, mm. right? We we wouldn't do that in, in real life physical scenarios at least we wouldn't do it long before we realize we do that a lot of time especially comes in our spiritual life right we medicate them with less than efficient not long-term things that ultimately lead to bigger more difficult problems than some of the things so i I love that how you're focusing on that and you mentioned that since the last event you've received lots of i guess interest from people who they're, they're looking to heal uh, from living a life out of their sexuality that is not how God has designed them. I think sexual brokenness is a great term. I don't use it a lot because I think in the world that we talk about brokenness, um, we think about brokenness as I'm fixing a toy or I'm fixing a project. But people aren't projects. People are designed exactly. by God, and they're, they're so much more complex, frankly, than any sort of toy or or, yes. or that. There's yes. so much there. So, you know, I, I use that term sexual brokenness, not trying to make people into projects, but talk about how big of an issue of people living out their sexuality, which was designed by God, in a way that was completely different than how God designed and how that affects people's lives. Well, shame is a is a very very powerful thing, mm. you know. And and you you mentioned brokenness, and you also can say addiction, uh, sexual addiction. That's a kind of a taboo word that yeah. people don't like to go to addiction because they feel that's not what they are. But yeah, everyone you, else, and we have yeah, that. Just not, about me. not me. Right. I know about that. That's somebody else. I'll, right. I'll share I'll share that information with the people who really need it. Exactly, right? exactly. But when you're in this. And you're 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 struggling with any kind of sexual brokenness in any way, and it's not just pornography. It's adultery. It's infidelity. It's uh, lust. Yeah. You know, it can be any level of sexual immorality, and the Bible is very clear on sexual immorality. And but the way that impacts your marriage, and what Michelle and I have found out going through this whole journey together, is that yes, uh, our 
D-Day. We call it our D-Day, Michelle's D-Day, when she found out about my sexual brokenness. And that's my great day because that's my freedom day. That's when my journey began mm-hmm. and my life changed. And although we're going through this this struggle together, our marriage is persevering and our marriage is so much better now than it was. And had we not started this journey together, you know, we would have never discovered how we can improve our marriage. And whether it's whether it's intimacy, whether it's communication, whatever it is, has been coming out now and helping. So people that stay in that brokenness, stay in that shame, they keep bearing it and pushing it under the rug and they don't want to bring it out because they're so worried about it. But once you bring that into the light mm. and start talking about it, because we got this way in isolation, we're not going to get out of it in isolation. We have to come out in community and talk about it, whether it's the wives and the groups uh, hearing their stories of what they're going through, or it's the guys in our groups talking about what has been going on in their lives and why they feel this way and also validate what they're going through and try to dig down to find out what's causing that medication requirement. The, the, uh, it was, it's very interesting because I know addictions, shame is a big deal in a lot mm-hmm. of addictions, drug addiction, porn addiction, sexual, all those kind of things. It just reminds me of what the enemy does to us because he'll say, oh, go ahead and do it. No one will ever know. Exactly. And then when we do it, he'll say, are you kidding me? Everyone's going to know. What in the world? And so that shame, because I have, I have a son yeah. who went, you know, Brian, yeah. you know, Joshua, who went through addiction to drugs. And the shame that he bore was much what you're talking right. about. So, yeah, yeah, that, yeah it's yeah. very real. And, and I, I love the emphasis, again, that you made that you're not going to get out of it the same way you got in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. If, yes. you, if you got in it yeah. through isolation, we don't solve it with the same thing to help us get exactly. in it. Exactly. Yeah. And I think exactly. that's where probably these Conquer Series groups really kind of come in. And they got new groups rolling out. Uh, for the fall, uh, right. we, we alluded to him a couple minutes ago. Talk about what a Conquer Series group is, what it addresses, um, and then uh, let's talk about how maybe men or women could get involved in something like that. Yeah. We started uh, a little over two and a half years ago, the Conquer Series, in our church. And back then it was a five-week DVD series mm-hmm. addressing the sexual pornography uh, addiction, we'll call it now, and and what the tools are to kind of get out of that. Um it was a military-style um, theme from Dr. Ted Roberts mm-hmm. out in Portland, Oregon, from Pure Desires. And uh, it, was, it was an awesome DVD series. And there was so much information in those five DVDs, they yes. then revised <laughs> it and made it a 10-DVD series. Mm-hmm. So it's, now it's a 10-week series. You go through it. It's kind of like the intro course when, you know, most people come to us when they're caught, you yeah. know, when they're in crisis mode. Yeah. So yeah. the Conquer series is that first initial step to find out how the addiction works and what the tools are to try and start you on the journey to get out of that addiction. Now, do you find that people, as you said, most people come when they get caught. Do you feel it's that moment of change where the Holy Spirit uh, finally gets through in some ways and says, listen, um, the pain of change is actually going to be less than the pain of staying the same? I'm not sure how to answer that. I just know that usually they get, I don't know if it's the Holy Spirit trying to help the spouse, I believe, and and bring it out into the light because so many of these guys, they won't. They keep the addiction going. They like that lifestyle and they don't want it broken. Mm. So the Holy Spirit actually, like I can speak for myself, the day came where I saw it. I saw it on Tom's face. He was, it was something was wrong and he, but he wasn't going to come out on his own. Sure. So yeah, you get, I mean, 
He God has a way of God, exposing yeah, you. God's yeah. pushing it. He, and he, he does it because he loves you. us. Yes. He doesn't actually yes. shame exactly. us because if he actually didn't love us, he'd let us stay in those things that hurt us more. Exactly. Right. Which so is really you, interesting. So can I ask this? That's interesting that you say that. So, so let me just ask very quickly. So were you feeling guilty, Tom? I mean, were you feeling guilt, but you still weren't going to come out? Well, that's a good question. Uh, guilt probably a little bit. I think that was the underlying thing. But okay. what happened was we got into a really heated argument. Okay. And I just got to the boiling point where I said, I don't care. You know, if you think I'm doing something, here it is. Go ahead. Take a look. Find it. I didn't think okay. she would. Okay. But she found it. Yeah. And, you know, so I think it was it was just a boiling point for me that it was it was it was time um, and our marriage was at that point and that situation pushed us into okay here we go yeah you know and okay. I, I didn't confess I didn't I wasn't courageous enough to do that I had to be caught yeah and and I gave it to her and it she exposed it or found it and yeah. and, our, and our unraveling began from there okay yeah. and, but wow. it's from that unraveling where God starts to do his greatest work absolutely yes. we wouldn't way. be here absolutely. if it wouldn't happen amen so, but amen. not just the conquer series group that you alluded to a little bit there's also this thing called seven pillars of freedom pure desire group uh, for men and in betrayal beyond healing group for women. What is that? The seven pillars for freedom is a extensive 10 to 12 month workbook study diving yes. into what is what, what your life has been about and what's, what's your trauma, what's going on from your childhood, what's your family of origin. Mm-hmm. You know, do you have a father figure issue or uh, something that's not mi- or that's missing in your life? And that's the next step after the Conquer series. Oh, yeah, that answered my question. Yep. I was going to say, now, is that yep. something that, that you would say, hey, take the, if, if this is really connecting with you and you're looking for hope and say, start with the Conquer series, and then that that's your, uh, I don't know if I'd use 101 and then 201. Right. That way oversimplifies Absolutely. it, but giving us a way of thinking a, through it. A 10 week DVD series is not going to cure you. Yeah. This is a lifelong recovery process. Mm-hmm. You don't just get through it in 10 weeks, you're done, you're clean, okay, I'm good. No, this is, this is a lifelong commitment. And Michelle can, you can talk about the Conquer Series for women. And I was going to say that the women want to see the Conquer Series just as much as the men, even yeah. though it's focused on the men and made for the men because we, it helps explain what goes on um, in the addiction, how, how it may have started, um, what, what they need to do, uh, their journey as far as getting in groups, doing the work, uh, staying uh, accountable to other men. And uh, as Dr. Wise says, men make men. So they need to be in these groups. They need to be held accountable every week by yes. another man. Yes. But the women need yeah. to understand that there's nothing we can do to uh, for their recovery. They have to do it themselves. Um, and that's a hard place to be. But at least with the Conquer series, it shows what goes on in the brain, what goes on in the relationship, what is supposed to happen, the boundaries that we can make and place for ourselves. Um, it's a real learning experience for the women as far as uh, giving us the strength to stand up for ourselves at this point and the realization of what it really is and what's happening and yeah. come out of our own denial that, OK, this is real. This is big. And, you know, like he says, you know, this isn't a we're not rebuilding that life. This is completely a brand Mm -hmm. new life, brand new foundation. And you can't go back. Yeah. And we'll never be that person again. It's critical for the men. You know, it's our recovery. We're responsible for our own recovery. But it's so critical to have our wives with us during that process. If she would have taken the backseat approach and not been interested, uh, we wouldn't have probably been able to recover as quickly. Yeah. Now, this fall, you have an event coming up. Um, you, you did one, you said, back in March. 
um, coming up this fall. It's it's a full weekend retreat uh, for men. Talk about how this came to be and, and, and what's the plan. What can people expect if they signed up and came? Yeah, it came about uh, a couple of weeks ago when I was at another event. And it was originally just for our local area of Southern Maryland to try and get guys together just to experience the talk, the conversation, the safe sharing in a safe spot where they can just share each other's stories. And then it evolved into people wanting to do it more regionally. So we decided to do a full weekend retreat uh, in near Annapolis. Anybody can come, whether you're in a group, whether you're struggling, you're looking for a group, whether you want to start a group, whether you're a church leader and want to have the resources to start your own groups in your own church, uh, it's all going to be there. We're not going to have any big-name speakers. It's just a safe place to come, to talk, to share, and to gather information to start your own process. Now, if they want to know more about that, would they go to puredesire.org, or is there another place that we could send them? The best place would that be Faith Bible. Faith Bible? FaithBibleMD.org. FaithBibleMD.org. Yeah. You can find that information there. Yep. Now, one of the things you're emphasizing here is this idea that when you get away with these guys, that it is a relaxed, sort of comfortable, relational, if that makes uh, the right explanation of it, atmosphere. Talk about why that's important uh, especially on this particular journey. Yeah. Like we talked earlier, everybody's in this situation because they thought they weren't hurting anybody but themselves, and they're isolating by themselves. We want to provide an open environment where you can meet people from Syracuse, New York. You can meet somebody from Virginia Beach, and you can all gather together and share your same stories and realize, wow, that guy's going through So I thought my story was bad. Listen to this guy. If he can make it, I can make it. Mm. And you'll just build on that and, and gain that momentum from other guys outside your area. Yeah, and you'll also be teaching about starting a recovery ministry. Is that in that same weekend? Or yes. Is that, okay. Yeah, we'll be talking about how you can start your own groups in your own church, what resources are best to get started, um, and how's the best approach. You know, it's it's not a fun topic to discuss in church but uh, you got to do it but it's important starts in the church right i Mm -hmm. mean i think one of the things that we miss is that as we as a a group of people that are gathered at a call the church uh it is a hospital it's not a hospice Mm -hmm. a hospice is a place where people go who are sick to die right church is a place where where people go who are sick to get better amen right and so that to to be surprised that this is in a gathering of people called the church is to be naive right uh, that we struggle with and so it's important to be equipped and to address this uh, very head-on, and so I do encourage people to go faithbiblemd.org. Dot org. Faithbiblemd.org. You can, uh, you know, find out more there, and that's good. And so, Tom and Michelle, just thanks for coming back, and thanks for hanging with us again. Thanks uh, for having us, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. we should probably get, like, jackets for people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. good news for the green city. Jackets. Yeah, green yeah. jacket. Yeah, we'd have to get a bigger one for Tom. If you, yeah. you can't yeah, see yeah, Tom yeah. over the radio, but he has quite the strapping shoulders. I'm allowed to say the word strapping. Uh, we'll go with that. Yeah. yeah, we'll go with that, term. His shoulders are bigger than mine and yours together. Yes, yes. I definitely want to be on his good side Amen. in that way. That's Amen. why we're back. Amen. That's right. <laughs> Do we have a date for that, by the way, the event? Do you have a date November for that November 22nd through the 24th. Okay. It's the weekend November. before Thanksgiving. All right, cool. November 22nd through 24th. All right, I cool. could give my phone number, too, if you'd, or you sure. could put it up on your website, sure. whatever works. Whatever works best for you. 443-752-2795. Call me anytime for more information. That's right. Cool. All right, everybody. Hey, guys, you know how this is, man. Appreciate Isn't it. it true that this is the fastest 24 minutes <laughs> ever that you'll spend? Because there's just so much more to say, isn't there? there and is. of course, Brian and I don't talk much. So it's, you know, we're, <laughs> we're very all. shy and retiring kind of guys. So anyway, God bless you guys. Tom and Michelle, it. thank you. We love you guys. You thank bet. you for being with us. Um, friends, if you want to hear this again, hey, go to goodnewsforthecity.com. That's good news 
or thecity.com. Look under the podcast. You can go there or wava.com. Put in the keyword good news. Look under our podcasting there. You can call me directly, Dennis Williams, here at the station, 703-807-2266. I would love for you to go to faithbiblemd.org, faithbiblemd.org, and look that up. Um, November 22nd through the 24th, you can give Tom a call, 443-752-2795. It's Tom. Hey, thank you for joining us today. See you again next week. And remember, it's the gospel that makes a way. It's the gospel, the gospel that makes a way. Thank you for joining us and listening to Good News for the City, a gospel partnership between WAVA and One Heart DC. This is a partnership movement which celebrates and seeks to accelerate the move of the gospel into the Washington, D.C. metro area. It is our prayer that through this radio broadcast ministry of good news for the city, we will see transformed lives and communities and more and more people responding to the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We want to help bring unity to Bible-believing people and churches in order to multiply our impact in our city, and we would love for you to join us. You can learn more at goodnewsforthecity.com. That's goodnewsforthecity.com. Or you can go to wava.com keyword good news. Or you can call us at 703-807-2266. 703-807-2266. And remember, it's the gospel that makes a way.